It's day two of share and it's Founders Day on American Family Radio. We're honoring Brother Don Wildman and his wife, Linda, for their faithful obedience to the Lord and their example to us. God doesn't require us to be successful. God requires us to be faithful. Call now at 877-616-2396 to give or at pledge online at AFR.net. It's Founders Day on American Family Radio. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. That's the name of this program. It is Share-a-thon. Fall, the fall Share-a-thon is here already. Day two of three days of Share-a-thon. You, sure, what is Share-a-thon, you might ask? Well, we're glad you asked. Share-a-thon is the uh, time when we uh, tell you what our financial needs are here at American Family Radio. Because uh, it's not free. People, uh, have to be paid around here. <laughs> families <laughs> I, like, I for one, I'm glad we do. Families like to eat. And, right. uh, we, we also have to pay for radio towers and land and engineers and satellite time. And, uh, and, uh, so there's so many expenses that you don't, we don't talk about because we don't bring it up very often. But when we do, traditionally, our folks have responded overwhelmingly. By our folks, I mean our listeners. And they're doing it again. Folks are calling in, making their pledge, saying, hey, count me in on helping out and, uh, being, you know, helping you guys here at American Family Radio because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on the team, so to speak. Yeah. So we thank everybody who's already called. 6,651 families have pledged thus far. And... Um, God bless you. Thank you. And for those of you waiting, uh, now is your time to uh, call in and uh, and make your gift and be as generous as you can. Because, by the way, our theme for Share Thunder is what, Ed? Is the gospel from 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 and 2. Every one of our Share Thons has a theme. Yeah. This is the gospel from 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 and 2. Two. And folks, if you want to give, and I've got I've got a little special thing to announce here in just a second, but if you want to give, here's the number to call, 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. You can give online if you'd like at AFR.net. But in the next roughly three hours, so this is between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., Central Time. In the next three hours, when you call in with your gift of any amount, a group of generous AFR listeners will add an additional $100 to your pledge amount. That's right. I said $100. When you call in with your gift of any amount, a group of generous AFR listeners will add an additional $100 to your pledge amount. So take advantage of that. If you give $50, it becomes $150. $100 becomes $200. You get the idea. And the number to call if you want to give to our fall Sherathon is 877-616-2396. 877-616-2396. Or you can give online at AFR.net. And I mentioned the theme of our fall Sherathon is the gospel from 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 and 2. And this is 
what those two verses say. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. So please call Sherathon, Fall Sherathon, 877-616-2396. Steve Jordahl is here with us. Hey. Steve, good morning. Morning. Or, or good afternoon. Good afternoon if you're on, on these folks are listening yeah. from. Uh, good evening if you're in Russia. Well, that's true. And, you know, we do have people because of the AFR app. That's, right. that's a good segue right there, thank you. Steve. Thank you, thank you. If you uh, uh, want to let folks know about American Family Radio and you say, yeah, but my aunt, my cousin, my brother doesn't have an AFR station nearby, but I wish they had a way to listen to AFR, you can point them in the direction of our AFR app which you can download to your smartphone or other smart device. And anywhere in the world, literally, where you have a good signal, you can listen to American Family Radio. So we encourage you to check that yep. out. So, uh, story, let's hit some well, stories. Let's just, I'll just tell you uh, that uh, Captain Kirk is gone, where only 556 people and maybe some <laughs> dogs and monkeys have gone before. <laughs> He's uh, actually gone to uh, gone up space. and back and he has landed and he is a happy camper. Um, He's 90 years. William Shatner, 90, you're talking about yeah. the, the original captain. The original, James yes. Tiberius Kirk. That's right. Um, he, he, 90 years old. Yeah. He went up there and came back down. So how long of a flight was that? It's about 11 minutes. 11 minutes. From liftoff to, to touchdown. How much can you get that on Priceline.com? <laughs> I think it's about $26 million. I, I'm not sure how is much. Is that what it, it is? Um, it's a lot of money. I don't know. Well, Shatter didn't have to pay. This no. was a gift to him for his many years of service on TV. <laughs> hard, many, hard work. Many years of service <laughs> as captain of the Enterprise. I think it was only five years, right? <laughs> it <laughs> was, but, but replays. It lives on forever in our, in our memory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Steve had a very funny line. Now, for those of you who don't care about Star Trek, I understand. Okay, we're talking about the original series that was on television back in the '60s. Uh, 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 Captain Williams. Kirk and and Doctor Spock. Spock, no, Mr. Yeah. Spock, Mr. Mr. Spock, Spock Doctor Doctor. Doctor Spock was the child psychologist, yes. right? <laughs> and what was the other guy? What was a oh, Bo McCoy. Oh, that was Leonard the, McCoy. Yeah, that Leonard uh, Leonard McCoy. Scotty, beam me up, the, Scotty. Uh, doctor. Yeah, that's Scotty. That was Scott, Lieutenant uh, Montgomery Scott. Yes, Montgomery Scott. So, Mr. That was, Magoo, I'm such a geek. <laughs> Mr. Wasn't Magoo. he on there? Mr. Magoo was not. No, he wasn't on the on no. Enterprise. No. Okay. And and, and really, Tim, you, you shouldn't kid around about that. My bad. <laughs> so William Shatner. So I, this this is William Shatner was the original Kirk. They had a reboot of movies showing the younger James T. Kirk, mm -hmm. played by Chris Pine. Yes. And Steve had a great idea. He said, if there had only been a way to sneak Chris Pine on with Kirk, when it landed, the younger Kirk could have come out, <laughs> and that would have blown everyone away. It would have so been that, kind of – That would have been funny. But what you're, ta what you're talking about is William Shatner, the actor, went up into outer space today on whose spaceship? Jeff Bezos's. Bezos, Bezos. Bezos. So this was the second um, time in like three months that Bezo Bezos has gone up there. He didn't go. He greeted them at the – he was at the launch site, but he did not himself gotcha. go up this time. Gotcha. Okay. But, yes, it's the second flight from Blue Origin, I believe it's called. Right. And uh, up and back without any uh, without any 
problems, <clears throat> and uh, word is Patrick Stewart is is a little jealous right now. <laughs> who also played who also captain, played a captain, captain Picard. Picard, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next story, Steve. Oh, okay. Um, Let's talk about inflation because um, next story, Steve. <laughs> right, right. We probably should just move on. Um, a lot of people are saying that it is here and that it that is not funny. going away. We've talked a little bit about uh, supply chain stuff and how that's raising mm-hmm. prices and everything. But according to Tucker Carlson, which we're going to hear right about now, um, this is with us for quite a bit. This inflation uh, thing that we have, and I would like you to hear cut nine. What's happening throughout the economy, it's not just washing machines and television sets, consumer electronics. It's everything, including the big things. Try to buy a house. It's now more expensive to buy a home than it has ever been at any time in American history. The median existing home price last year was $310,000. It's now over $356,000 and a lot more in the zip codes you might want to live in. Part of the reason is the cost of building materials. They're completely out of control. Last October, lumber went for about $580 per thousand board feet. As of last week, it was 712. Last August, used cars, which you might need, were selling for an average price of 21,000. This August, a year later, they were almost 28,000. Same car, seven grand more. Over the same period, by the way, as you well know, the price of gas jumped a full dollar a gallon and a lot more than that in some places. But in the grocery lately, everything costs more. Eggs, milk, coffee, mustard, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These are not luxury items. For someone who's uh, planning on building his own house here in the next month or well year or so, uh, this is not good news for me. Well, and, and let me let me say let me say this that uh, you know things like inflation and unemployment, all, all those kind of economic things. It it sometimes it happens. Okay, so I want to I want uh, folks to understand that when we go through these kind of things, it can be very difficult. Uh, where you know you can experience what other people experience in uh, less stable countries on a regular basis. However, this is Mm self-inflicted. And in terms of the Biden administration's policies, this is a self-inflicted wound. This isn't just the the various ups and downs of the world economy or the economic situation in this country. This is self-inflicted. So what we're going through... We do have someone to blame, and and Tim has said this many, many times, that presidents usually get too much credit and too much blame because presidents really aren't the ones who determine, for example, the economic success of a country, not on their own. But in this case, President Biden's policies are hammering this country and we do have someone to blame. Unless you believe that he's not really responsible for his own policies. But, well, that's, that's, <laughs> but that's a horse of a different color. It is. <laughs> right. All right. Well, let's move on from that depressing news. All right. And, uh, well, and by hey, the way, the, 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 I will say this. The price of pizza has stayed relatively stable. Well, there you go. There's something to say so, to that. I'm just going to say. All right. Um, I want you to hear uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, man, she thinks uh, she rules the world, and she thinks she rules the uh, press. It was interesting. At a press conference the other day, one of the reporters asked her, he said, do you think you've been telling our uh, American public enough about these spending bills that you're trying to get passed? Yeah, have Biden you been selling bills? it? Have you been selling it? Listen to her comeback uh, to this reporter. It is, I think, rather actually astounding if you uh, play, uh, cut six. 
only about 10% of Americans describe themselves as knowing a lot of specific things that are in the reconciliation package and that the majority don't know anything at all. So do you think you need to do a better job at messaging and going forward, how do you sell this if ultimately you have to... Well, I think you all could do a better job of selling it, to be very frank with you, because every time I come here, I go through the list. Family and medical leave, climate, uh, the, the issues that are in there. And, um, but it is true, it is hard to break through when you have such a comprehensive package. But whether they know it or not, they overwhelmingly support it. American people. <laughs> whether they know it or not. That's right. They, they overwhelmingly have no clue, but really they do. <laughs> what, what, that, that was astounding. That, that line, that last line, whether they know it or not, they overwhelmingly support it. That was, uh, that was astounding enough. But the first part of her comment to the media, as if it's their job to sell to it, sell it right. the, the arrogance said. of the Democratic Party leadership in assuming that the media will always be there to support their worldview. Well, they and usually support. are. I'd agree and, with yeah. you, except for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except for that. No, it's, but it's it's arrogant. I mean, that, that's that they. It, but they've yeah, they've earned it because so, the media has been there to chill for yeah. them. Man, yeah. they have. Yes. Uh, so I'll have something on our air tomorrow. A little bit about that with some reaction from the uh, Media Research Center. And, and another thing too. Let me just say this that her complaint or the reporter wasn't really complaining, but was informing the house speaker that only 10% of the population, the public understands a lot about these bills. I don't know if members of Congress understand what's in the, these bills. No, these it really hadn't been written until late. Yeah. So, so thousands anyway, and thousands of people. I, I have a lot of complaints about what the house speaker just said. Tell our listeners, because we got phone lines available yet. Yes, what's going on here during do. our share It is fall share Yes, it is. The theme is the gospel. The number to call if you want to support AFA and American Family Radio is 877-616-2396. That number again, 877-616-2396. Or you can give online at AFR.net. Now, now. Uh, for the next... Well, till two o'clock Central Time, so I don't have to always subtract uh, the the number of t uh, minutes that we've been on the air here since eleven. But up to two p.m. Central Time, when you call in with your gift of any amount, a group of generous AFR listeners will add an additional one hundred dollars to your pledge amount. Yes, I mm -hmm. said it. When you call in with your gift of any amount. A group of generous AFR listeners will add an additional $100 to your pledge amount. The number to call if you want to give here during our fall share uh, Yesterday it started. Today it continues. Tomorrow will end. The number to call is 877-616-2396. 877-616-2396. Or you can give online at AFR.com. You said yesterday, that was a metaphor for life. What did you say? I said yesterday it started, today it continues, tomorrow it will end. Yeah. I, that, I came up with that right off the top of I my know, head. I know, that was impressive. I'm trying to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the beginning of a country song or something like that. Uh, all right, let's hear from a listener. Let's do that. You all are what I am. You're what I listen to 24-7, and I am so thankful for you all. Sandy and um, Walker, 
They're my favorite. I wish they were on many more hours than they are. I love y'all. God bless y'all. Thank you again for being there. Play another one. Morning. My name is Charlotte. I'm from Louisiana, originally from Mississippi. I uh, just wanted to share that uh, AFR has been bolstering my courage and my strength and my faith for years. I listen every morning on the way to work and every afternoon on the way home. In the morning, it's bolstered me to give me uh, strength for what I do and what I say during the day. And at night, it gives me the um, the faith to to know that tomorrow will be a, a good day. And no matter what's going on in this world, um, God is in control. I love JJ. Um, I laugh every day with him, and I share his stories with a lot of people. Y'all have been aware of what was going on in our culture for many years. Uh, I didn't see it at first. I guess I was a little naive, and now I understand fully what um, what this is all about. It's all about good and evil, and we have God on our side, so who can be against? Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to share on American Family Radio. Our theme is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, uh, and uh, it's called the gospel. We also, As Ed said earlier, we always have a theme for each of our share our twice-a-year share and this, this uh, fall we've chosen the theme, the gospel, which is the good news of of Jesus Christ, right? Isn't that what that means? That's what it means. It means the good news. Yeah. The gospel actually means good news, but yes. it's in this context, it's the good news of Jesus Christ. Right. That's what we're talking about here. Well, folks, uh, just full disclosure here, we believe in the Bible as the holy word of God. We're unapologetically, we believe in it. Inerrant. And inspired. Inspired. So, uh, if you want to turn us off right now, go ahead. But we're just telling you <laughs> what we believe. Right. <laughs> we believe in the Bible. We believe uh, in uh, what the Bible says about salvation. We're all going to go to heaven or hell, the Bible says. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Ed, in anything I say. So, the Bible says that the way... We go to heaven when we die, and heaven is a wonderful place where we live forever, right? With God. With God and fellow Christians. Yes. I don't know about dogs and cats, but uh, <laughs> anyway, that's not really important. Important thing is here that when you die, you go. we, we go to heaven. If you're uh, a Christian. If that's you're a right. Christian. But in order to... Go to heaven, you have to believe and trust in Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says, right? Yes. I'm leading to something here, but go ahead. Talk, expound on that. Okay. Because well, because there may be some people who are listening who are going, well, that doesn't sound fair or that sounds arrogant. Are you saying that Christians are better people than anyone else? Uh, no. In fact, what we're saying is that nobody is on their own and in their own strength and by virtue of their own good works, nobody is good enough to go to heaven. I like to use this uh, metaphor, if I can, Tim. It's uh, it's like kind of think about the Titanic. All those people in the freezing water. Okay, you you are going to die in that freezing water if you're not rescued. It doesn't matter if you are rich or poor, 
good or bad, tall or short, black or white. It doesn't matter. Everyone in that water is going to die. And imagine a lifeboat coming by, and Jesus Christ reaches over the side of that boat and reaches his hand to you and says, take my hand. I'm going to get you out of that water. You have a choice at that moment whether to accept that hand being offered and be pulled from certain death or stay. And what we're saying is the Bible teaches everyone is in that freezing water. Everyone is going to die. It doesn't even matter if you were religious or not. Religious people in the water, out and out rank, sinners in the water, everyone in that water is going to die. You have to trust the hand that is reaching for you. And when we say that that is what is unique about Christianity, that's what we mean. Every other religion says, be good enough, you'll survive the freezing water. The Bible says that is not true, that no one is righteous, no, not one. No one is good, no one is good enough. So we encourage people to take the hand of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. So eternal salvation or heaven, every, everybody has an opportunity to make, to, to go there. That's what I'm saying. Yes, if this, you've heard the gospel. Okay, and if you're listening to us right now, you're hearing you're it. You're hearing it. So you, if people are listening to our message right now, they're accountable for what they hear. In fact, that was what my sister said when she witnessed to me. I was a sinner. She was one year, she still is one year younger than me, but she was the first one in our family to come to Christ. I argued with her when she was talking about you must be born again. I said, well, what about the peaceful pagans, you know, who never hear the gospel? She said, I don't know what God's going to do with them, Ed, but you heard. <laughs> you just heard the message. Mm. You're now accountable. Mm. And that stuck with me. Mm. I continued to argue with her and didn't accept it for several weeks late until several weeks later, but those words penetrated because she said, well, you have heard. Yeah. What about uh, what C.S. Lewis said about Jesus Christ? The three, you know what I'm talking the about? Choices? The trilemma. You know that, yeah. Steve? Can yeah. you tell our listeners about that? So, C.S. Lewis was the uh, I, theologian. The theologian author uh, right. in England yeah. in the, in the 50s, 20th, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah, middle of the 20th century. Anyway. Right. Wrote the best, uh, well known Christianity. Christianity. Several, several good books. Yes. Uh, the Chronicles. But anyway, of Narnia, what, what what did he say? Well, he was uh, he was talking with some people about whether or not uh, you could actually make the case that Jesus was a good moral teacher, it, well, without it, being the savior. Yeah, it just you know because we hear that a lot. Oh, right. I like to follow him. He wasn't right. God yeah. or anything. But right. Well, what uh, C.S. Lewis said was, you have three choices: either God was uh, who he said he was and able to save, or if you want to believe that he was, if he was, because what he claimed, he claimed he was God. Yes, so Je Jesus did. Jesus claimed he was God of God, the very God. So if he's wrong, he's delusional, uh, as what um, C.S. Lewis would say on the level of a poached egg. Yes, that's, that's his words. <laughs> that's were his words. Or... Um, as far as I think he said liar, lunatic, or well, yeah, he well, th that's the what? lunatic part, okay. or or he was lying. Maybe he knew he wasn't God, but uh, he just lied about it. But you can't just say he was a good moral teacher because that that option is not left to us. Because a good moral teacher would not say those things 
if he knew right. he was lying. Right. That, you're, you're disqualified from being. But the third option was if he says he's God yeah. and he says he's the Savior and he's not lying or he's not a delusional, he's not a lunatic, then he must be Lord. That's the only choice left. Yeah. Lord of what? Oh. Lord of heaven and earth. That's right. Lord of heaven and earth, Jesus Christ. Right. Creator. King of kings, Lord of lords. Creator In the God. beginning was the word. Okay. Okay, now i got a hundred Bible questions I don't understand. I know someone who can answer those for you. Yes. And we have something available <laughs> that you could read to answer questions like that. And when we come back from our break, we're going to let you know. The number to call here during Fall share is 877-616-2396. 877-616-2396. Or if you don't want to talk to a person, we understand, you can give online at AFR.net. In honor of Brother Don and Linda Wildman, it's Founders Day on AFR. One of my favorite memories of Brother Don happened when I had been working here for less than a year, so this would have been about 1994. Uh, our town had woken up one cold January morning to a heavy snow. At least it was heavy for uh, this part of Mississippi. The power was out and uh, there was no traffic on the road. Uh, so I didn't know whether I was expected to come to work or not because I was the new guy. So I didn't want to risk it. I left the house early. Uh, for what was normally a 10-minute drive. And as I came into the parking lot, I was one of only a couple of cars in the parking lot. The lights were off. As I approached the front door, there was this, uh, I couldn't hear anybody, and there was this thick yellow um, electrical cord kind of snaking out the front door. The, the front door was halfway open. There was snow on the floor in the lobby. Uh, I couldn't hear anyone, I couldn't see anyone in the building, so I just followed that electrical cord down a dark hallway. And at the end of that hallway, uh, kind of moving slowly, I could see a small glowing light. Uh, and as I got to the end of the hallway near the live radio studio, the image kind of came into focus and it was Brother Don working with that extension cord that had been hooked up to an electrical generator and he was trying to get the network back up and running which as I recall he did uh, it just showed me that nothing no task was ever too menial uh, too common for Brother Don he never saw himself too good to do anything Brother Don has been standing in the gap for families, and Linda has been standing behind him since the inception of this ministry more than 40 years ago. We praise the Lord for our founders' obedient service, and we invite you to make a gift in their honor during share on AFR. The Addison was just interviewing uh, the lady that created uh, Ryan DeFrady, the cartoon. And so, um, I receive y'all's AFA magazine every month, and I keep your magazine, you know, everywhere in the house, in the car, I pass it out, and I'll keep it in the bathroom, though. And so, my four-year-old granddaughter, when she goes to the bathroom, 
she likes to sit down and read y'all's magazine. Now, she's poor. She can't read. She has absolutely no idea what she's looking at. But something about the book, she loves it, and she wants to read it every time she goes in there. So she picks it up. I guess she looks at the pictures. I've really never paid attention to what she's, you know, paying attention to. But then later, um, we got this app called Yippee. So this is a Christian app. It's called Yippee. So I'm scrolling through the Yippee app, trying to see what different cartoons are on there. Well, I ran up on Rhonda Freddy's on there. And so I've always wanted to get Rhonda Freddy's, but, you know, just the time and everything, I just never did it. But then when I seen this on this Yippee app, I was like, oh, perfect. Okay. So I let my daughter watch uh, Rhonda Freddy's. And when she seen it, she was like, mom, hold on, you know. And so she was so excited. And actually, so was I that she put that connection together. So I just wanted to let y'all know, God bless y'all. Keep on doing what y'all doing. Y'all have affected my life in every area. In my car, at my job, this is all I listen to, the eight hours a day. The ASA Journal, like I said, my grandchildren. Y'all are doing God's work, and y'all are doing a beautiful job. God continues to provide for this ministry and the faithfulness of His saints during share Call now at 877-616-2396 to give or at pledge online at AFR.net. It's Founders Day on American Family Radio. Hey, welcome back everybody to share on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano and... Steve Jordahl, we thank you for listening to AFR. It's Sherathon. And uh, by the way, if you give a gift now, there is a $100 add on. That's shocking, but true. So, yes. Uh, so, 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 so we call it a lunch bag special since it's during the roughly the lunch hour yeah. or two here. Yeah. Kind of corny, but. Yeah. Uh, anyway, your quote lunch bag special. Is, it, you're just passing on what our That's, marketing yes. team has said. <laughs> our marketing we, yeah, team. We don't actually have a marketing team, but the folks who who try to come up with ways to in, be engaged, be clever. Yeah, yeah, clever. Because yeah. these these folks that you affectionately call the marketing team, yeah. we, we just see them around the. the no, they the just office. made it up. <laughs> That's sitting right. out there eating a sandwich. That's our marketing team. <laughs> So anyway, the point is that if you want to give a gift to AFR right now, $100 will be added to, to your donation, to your gift. And, uh, we're and not, this is because of a, a group of generous AFR yeah. listeners create basically a pool. They, yeah. Folks like to do this. They, they, they like to see people encouraged to give. So that's why well, we're not give. kidding. No. So here's the phone number to call and get on board and help us out here at AFR. We need your help. We need more troops. We need more supporters. We can expand our reach. The more we have uh, uh, available to us, the more people we can reach and the more hearts we can lead to Christ and teach them about the Bible and the Constitution and how wonderful our country is and our way of life and how it needs to be preserved. Here's our phone number, 877. This is to call us right now and make your pledge here at AFR, 877-616-2396, toll-free. 877-616-2396. Call right now. Uh, 
Well, we. Well, I, I did want oh, to yes, let, yes, let folks please. know because we yes. talked about. Uh, Steve mentioned right. a book that has answers in it. So, this is what we just want to let our listeners uh, know about. For a one-time gift of one hundred and fifty dollars or more, you will receive the book "One Hundred Bible Questions and Answers" by Alex McFarland and Bert Harper. Yes, our very own Alex McFarland and Bert Harper, who co-host. Exploring the Word on American Family Radio at 3 p.m. Central Time. For a monthly gift of $30 or more, you will receive the book, 100 Bible Questions and Answers, plus an AFR tumbler or travel mug. That's for a monthly gift of $30 or more. We really do stress this. We really encourage folks, if they can, to become a monthly donor the premiums I just mentioned are for $30 or more, but you become a, uh, a, a, uh, what's, a, a uh, great, great commission, commission partner. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. My, my mind went blank. Uh, for Rare. a monthly gift of any amount, it does help us to budget and to know how much we can expect to come in. So we do encourage you. And plus, you don't have to mess with it. You don't have to think about it to give every every month. So if you can give monthly we please encourage you to do that. You will become a great commission partner. And for a monthly gift of $30 or more here during share you will get the 100 Bible Questions and Answers book plus the AFR Tumblr or Travel Mug. And the number to give to, uh, to call, if you want to give, is 877-616-2396. 877-616-2396. You can give online as well. At AFR.net. Steve, uh, you were going to answer the question, do all dogs go to heaven? <laughs> I was. <laughs> um, right, you're on your own. All right. So <laughs> I was about 10 years old when I lost a dog. His, her, his name was Prince. And uh, as every 10-year-old is wont to do, I went to my dad and said, Dad, will Prince be in heaven with us? My dad is a very wise man, pastor for decades and and still just one of the wisest men I knew, man, man I know. And uh, he told me, he said, you know, heaven is a place where God will provide everything you need for joy, happiness, contentment. And if you need your dog to be in heaven, to be happy and joyful and content, he'll be there. Knowing very well, I will probably have no thought of Prince once I get to heaven yes. in Jesus' presence. <laughs> but at 10 years old, that's what you that's needed a, to yeah. hear. Uh, let me tell you what my dad, also a very wise man, said. He said, he thought... Now, we weren't Christians at the time, so folks, you have to take this with a grain of salt. But he said, I'm pretty sure dogs will be in heaven. I'm pretty sure cats will not. <laughs> you know the difference between dogs and cats? <laughs> this is the difference between dogs and cats. Dogs look at you and they say, you feed me. You house me. You play with me. You pet me. You take care of my every need. You must be God. Yeah. Cats say, you feed me. You house me. You play with me. You care for my every need. I must be God. <laughs> <laughs> that is the difference between dogs and cats. I just and remember, it's a big like, you, difference. like you two guys, I remember asking my dad, you know, <laughs> do dogs go to heaven because one of our dogs died, to which my dad looked me in the eye and said to me, what kind of question is that? <laughs> and uh, that really made an impact on my life. Um <laughs> And I've, I've, never, is that? I've never forgot it. <laughs> so we all have our childhood memories yes. like that, don't we? I, you're uh, making you're making that up, though, really, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> my, 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 am I giving it away to my? 
no, no we, I just, we know your dad. <laughs> I just have never heard you tell that story. I've known you for whatever, 30-something years. Yeah, I just made that up. And, and I, <laughs> I never did. heard that story, but you wanted to be included, Steve. Well, I and, did, uh, so I had to make something up. I made up the one I told, so <laughs> Steve's the only one telling the truth. <laughs> and it was the truth, indeed. <laughs> All right, Uh-oh. you're listening. <laughs> That's good radio right there, you're, folks. You're, you're listening to American <laughs> Family Radio's share uh, Steve, next story. We were talking uh, last half hour about the uh, press and their complicity with the Democrats, uh, Nancy Pelosi wanting them to sell her, her uh, soul. bill. Her soul. soul which, which she has done. <laughs> oh, that's, already, that's already happened, Tim. <laughs> there is also some complicity in this election from big tech. Molly Hemingway has written a book. It's out, uh, I think, today. It's called... It's called, where is it? Um, it's called Great Commission Partners. <laughs> Great Commission, there it is. It's called Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and Democrats Seized Our Elections. She was on Fox and Friends this morning. Uh, I have a story in front of me from April 28th of 2021 that talked about how Mark Zuckerberg donated uh, $100 million to these election offices around. These are places that... Uh, help people get to vote and know where to do and everything. And uh, uh, not wanting to look like he was, you know, pulling for one team or the other, he, he donated to both sides, he said. Listen to what Molly Hemingway has to say about that, Cut 7. Mark Zuckerberg, one of the world's wealthiest individuals, funded the private takeover of government election offices. And that, was, that enabled a bunch of left-wing activists to come in to government election offices and actually uh, handle many things in election, from voter registration to voting to vote counting. They claimed that it was bipartisan, but they'd give a little bit of money to a Republican-leaning county and then like $10 million to Democrat counties. And it really did make a difference. It's taken a while to figure it out, but researchers have shown that this elevated Joe Biden's vote totals in key swing states. It was a very savvy plan, but now it's being made illegal because a lot of people understand we can't have tech oligarchs funding our government election offices. I don't know how long it'll be illegal. Maybe the new voting law will make it illegal again, but yeah. Well, and and we've kind of, Walker Wildman has covered this on his show, AFA at the Core, where the actions of Mark Zuckerberg, and, and maybe we will find out in the years to come, as researchers do their job and find out the truth. But Mark Zuckerberg's $100 million, I think we're going to find, went a long way. I mean, there's all kinds of ballot harvesting and everything else that went into that uh, 2020 election. And um, it's unconscionable that it happened. But people have to be savvy, they have to be alert, and they have to be active to protect their the integrity of their elections. It is incumbent upon the voters of this country to make that happen. And in some states, you have got a whale of a fight to maintain the integrity of the, the elections if they're being run by left-wing radicals. Maybe we got one more that is possible. I mean, if they pass the voting act that they're trying to pass. Oh, the Democrats. Democrats yeah. do. Uh, I've heard people say it's game over. Well, it would certainly be a, a game changer more of a game changer than what they've already done but anyway that that's uh molly hemingway's new book called rigged called rigged all right how the media big tech and democrats seized our elections next story um we uh president biden wants you to get a uh, a vaccination he said that to you i've heard that yeah 
Um, and he's begged you. He's tried to convince he's you logically. He's losing patience, Steve. Well, he's starting, to, he's starting to try to play on people's fears. I want you to play a new campaign that the Biden administration, this is the uh, Department of Health, has rolled out. And this is supposed to get you to, um, to take the vaccine. Listen to Cut 8. I got COVID. I was intubated and in a coma for 11 days. I am a typical mom of two. I work full time. I did not get the COVID vaccine. I was concerned about some of the side effects. However, if I had it to do over, I would definitely go get the COVID vaccine. I know that I was very close to death. The fact that I almost did not come home to my husband and to my children is terrifying. Well, if I'm going to die, I got to get that vaccine now. You know, I, I, here's here's the thing um, in terms of what we described as the pre, uh, President Biden and his administration trying to convince Americans to get the vaccine. And this is the way I think about it. This push has been going on all year since the vaccines came out. And if people have not gotten the vaccines by now, it's because for one reason or another, they don't want to. Okay. Uh, and these reasons are, are varied. Could be religious uh, reasons. It could be because they have natural immunity, fears of side effects, uh, things they don't trust. Uh, whatever. The, throw all those reasons in a if basket. If you don't know me by now, you'll never, ever know me. Yes, that's right. Throw all those reasons in a basket. If people have not gotten the vaccine by now, it's because they don't want to. So all that is left of, for the Biden administration is fear to push people and increasingly, as we're seeing, coercion. Yeah. All right, we've tried to convince you. You haven't gotten the vaccine. Now we're going to force you. So that's what we're looking at over the next several months in the battles that are going to be fought over these vaccine mandates. This yeah. is so, so unnecessarily dividing our country. It really is, in my view. Uh <clears throat> For many different reasons, but namely because you can get the get the virus and spread the virus with a with a vaccine shot. Yeah. So uh, there's no difference. I got natural antibodies. Why don't you say, Tim? You got you got a vaccine too. It's called natural antibodies. Good for you. In fact, I'm probably better off than the vaccine, the artificial antibodies, because I can't. If I've had it before, uh, the likelihood of me getting it again is very slim. Uh, but if I do get it, it's probably going to be not as uh, a bad as it was the first time around, which I didn't even have very many symptoms. I can't remember when I had it. So, uh, you know, I, as we've talked about on the show, and I don't want to, you know, belabor the points because we've said but it. Let's a, a belabor lot. because that's what we do here. <laughs> that's what we, we um, do. So uh, we're the belabor. department of belaboring. Yes. The part, uh, <laughs> so let me belabor it a little bit. If if the administration had been open and honest with yes. the American people from the beginning, like Fauci was, like like. Fauci should have been. Oh, I'm sorry. And yeah. if they if they had said, you know what, for those of you who have had COVID, we think you're better off not getting the vaccine because you have the antibody. If they had just had that's that honest. That's an honest answer. If they had been honest about this, if they said, for example, those of you who have had COVID, let's say this is the truth. Those of you who have had COVID, the vaccine will add to your natural immunity, and you will be better off. But instead, we hear things like, well, maybe you won't be better off. Maybe you're actually worse off. But we're having to scramble to find the evidence for that when it should be coming. 
from the CDC. But they're not being honest about it, and they've earned the suspicion that they're getting. And scorn. And scorn. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's just you have an agenda that doesn't allow anyone to have a different a different discussion. You're going to make the American people right. suspicious. Right. Next story, Steve. Well, let's continue on the um, <clears throat> on the the mandate issue. Yeah, um, let's continue to believe. I tell you I what, I, one more, and it better be done in about ninety seconds. <laughs> I can do it. I've, I can. I've, I've had it with those stories. We've done too many of them already. Go ahead. Uh, well, okay, just uh, real quickly, um, we've been talking about the mandate that uh, Joe Biden has to make any company that has more than a hundred employees. Have, make them through the Department the OSHA, of OSHA yeah. Health and uh, Safety to make sure everybody gets a mandate. Well, that hadn't been really put into law. That was just something he said he was going to do. Well, now he has the uh, the Department of Occupational Safety and Health. We already talked about that. Just skip that story. You did? Yeah, yeah we talked about it. With I right. wasn't that, listening. That, that was an ad nauseum. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. And, and by the way, ad nauseum is... Uh, is one of the symptoms of COVID. So <laughs> if you've got ad nauseum, you may want to get checked. That was a good, was a good one, Ed. Um, okay, so, you, you know, you can get kicked off the, the Internet uh, for saying ivermectin. Did, I, did we just lose everybody? <laughs> we already talked about that, too, no, yesterday. This is not what I'm talking about. But they have found out today okay. that through a study of 400 patients that aspirin will cut the lower the risk of complications from COVID. Just taking the regimen like you take if you have like uh, one I aspirin I take a, a baby aspirin a day. Well, you are, according to this study, 44% less likely to be on a uh, ventilator, 43% less likely to be admitted to the ICU, and 47 Just for taking a baby aspirin a day? Just for taking a baby aspirin a day. Now, where did this information come from? This is according to new research from George Washington University. Before it, uh, Say it now before it's excised from the Are internet. you kidding they're, I would not you kid you on this. Are kidding me? Hey, there, there are a lot of benefits. I'm no doctor, and I'm not telling people what to do. I'm just telling you there are, there are a lot of benefits to baby aspirin. Well, and, and I A baby and aspirin I a one. day. I take one four days two? a week. For your heart? Yeah, just yeah, because, so of, my, because of my age. Oh. And uh, I only take it four times a week because I, I know that aspirin does carry some uh, bleeding, Adult aspirin, bleeding risk. basically. Yeah, those little, no, the little baby aspirin. Yeah, the little eighty-one the ba- milligrams. The adult, you take adult aspirin every day; it can ruin your stomach lining. Yes. Okay, I see what you're so saying. The baby aspirin is a low dose that doesn't hurt your. Okay. Generally speaking, but go ahead. But what I'm saying, are you kidding me? This the the peop, the public needs to know this. <laughs> no, so tell tell they? folks again what you're talking about here, because according to new, they missed it. New research from George Washington University. A uh, team investigated more than 400 patients from hospitals across the United States who take aspirin unrelated to their COVID disease and found that the treatment reduced the risk of several parameters by almost half, reaching mechanical ventilation reduced by 44%. Good grief. Reduced ICU admissions by 43% and overall in-hospital mortality by 47%. If you really are concerned about the health of the American people, you ought to be – the CDC ought to be trumpeting this from – from now on, but I suspect <laughs> they will not. <laughs> they will, You're not going to have Anthony Fauci out there saying, <laughs> "Take you need a to baby wear a aspirin every day." Take a baby aspirin, right. folks. Let me give you the phone number because uh, those in charge of Sherathon, uh, the ones who run it, they're always telling us to give the phone number, and right. we don't give it enough. But here's the number, and we got a special thing going on right yes, now. Yes, we do. Thank you for reminding me. Eight seven seven six one six. 
877-867-2396. This is our fall share We're asking you to be as generous as you can. 877-616-2396. So it's from now until 2 p.m. Central Time, when you call in with your gift of any amount, yes, I said any amount, a group of generous AFR listeners will add an additional $100 to your pledge amount. This is called the lunch bag special. Mm -hmm. Tim makes fun of that. I kind of agree it's a little corny, but at the same time, it is lunchtime, and this is special. So 877-616-2396 is the number number to call, or you can give online at AFR.net. And we would appreciate it, folks, if you can at all that you make a monthly donation uh, as part of your giving because it helps us budget. It's a big help to us. It's a big help. So what I'm saying is if you can set it up on a bank draft or a credit card draft, that kind of thing, that is so good for our ministry because we can count on what we have incoming every month. And it also saves you time and trouble from writing a check, addressing an envelope, finding a stamp, going to the mailbox. I mean – you're talking right there. You're talking three or four minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Maybe longer. Uh, and but see, anyway, so make it easy on yourself and make, and it's better for us. If you just, when you call in and make your gift, you just say, Hey, I'd like to set up a bank draft or a credit card draft. And it's easy to do. It won't take long. And then you're done with it. Don't even yeah. have to think about it any longer. Uh, okay. You're listening to. American Family Radio. It is Sherathon, and we thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody who's given so far to uh, Sherathon. We're going to hear from one of our very fine and loyal listeners right now. AFR has been a part of my life for well, literally 26 years. Ever since I can remember from being a very young child, my father always had AFR playing on the background on Saturday mornings or any time he was home. And uh, when he passed away when I was younger, uh, I just continued carrying on the mantle, listening to AFR, uh, the music always being an encouragement to me, the Bible teachings in the evening uh, being an instrumental in strengthening my faith. Personally, I don't know where I would be without AFR, not only the news, but the Bible teaching, the music in the morning with JJ and John. Um, AFR has just been such an encouragement to my life. I thank God for you all. And may the Lord bless your ministry and continue to use you to further his kingdom for the glory of Christ. Amen. What a wonderful it, testimony it there. Sure that guy had a whole orchestra with him. Yes. <laughs> he, he travels with it. Uh, I yeah. talked to him on the phone. Yeah. Huh? Just around like that. <laughs> Very few people good. have that uh, privilege. Yeah. That, that he did. Yeah. Uh, Orchest- we got- That's that orchestra privilege. <laughs> the orchestra privilege. <laughs> he, yes. he needs to denounce it. <laughs> <laughs> orchestra privilege. Invoking. What about the rest of us who don't have right. an orchestra? Right. right. What about us? Huh? What about us? Not fair. All right, Steve. Well, just as we leave you, uh, I, I have some news of trend, shopping trends uh, as brought to us by our friends at the Babylon Bee. Totally yes. serious and very sarcastic news. Um, they are looking at the latest trends in Halloween costumes. So, folks, you may or may not celebrate or observe Halloween. But they are reporting that there is a new, uh, the, the new trend is a terrifying new Halloween mask, which depicts a human face not wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's as bad as a slasher film character. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, do y'all, do, y'all know, do y'all notice that there are millions of Americans going to college and pro football games every week without masks on, mm-hmm. packing stadiums shoulder to shoulder, and COVID's not going nuts? Yes. Have you noticed no, this? True. Have yes. you noticed this? One rumor is that cowbells keep the COVID away. I'm not sure if that's true or not, uh, but. Well, I'm talking about everybody <laughs> all over the country. It's amazing, yeah. huh? Yeah. And that was so. the prediction. I think Fauci predicted that folks go into all these games. He doesn't even want people celebrating Christmas together. Well, he's kind of walked that back, I think. He said, yeah. Don't he, stick up for him, Tim. Yeah, okay. I'm, his, little, I'm his, trying to take the his liberal. His daughter asked him to no, come over for Christmas. Liberal criticism did he, did, off you. Okay. <laughs> did he really go walk after that me back? For a while. Did he walk? Uh, well, he said he kind of, you know how he does a lot of times. He 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 speaks out of both sides of his mouth. He's not very uh, exact in his speaking. No. That, that, so he was, I think he was saying, oh, he's saying okay for kids to go out and trick or treat, but uh, he, it was too early to tell whether or not, you know, Christmas would be. I think his daughter asked him over for Christmas, and, well, you know, I don't want to disappoint the daughter, so all of a sudden everybody yeah. can go. Uh, I don't know. He said, bah, humbug. <laughs> so, uh, 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 anyway, uh, I'm just saying um, uh, the – Football is uh, alive and well in America, and fans are out in stadiums. They don't have face masks on, and they don't have, uh, and they're and they're wall to wall, and they're packed, and there's no people. I don't know. Are they still doing the? We need to see your. Uh, vac- we need to see your. I know uh, the NHL is for hockey. You I've been. To, to, I've been. What do two- you have to have? You have to have proof of vaccination to come in for an NHL game. Yes, I've been to two SEC game football no. games and had to, nothing. They didn't, they now, I will say for the for the Bruins, so that's a blue state in Boston. Massachusetts. I don't know if like well, Florida is doing it differently. I remember there were a couple of stadiums that Louisiana originally announced at LSU they would have to have a hmm. a, a negative test, proof of a negative test. Alabama and State. I've uh, been to games there in the last couple of weeks and nothing. 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 I, I don't even know if they're doing that at LSU. If but they announced that before the season started, but that's so hmm. impractical to do. Can you imagine just your average trying to get in? Your, well, your average person that goes to help out at a at a stadium on the weekend, yeah. put on a yellow vest and welcome everybody and saying, "I need to see your proof of asking, asking a hundred thousand people to show me your, especially if they've been outside uh, for four hours, yeah, uh, drinking down some beers. Yeah, that, that's going to be which rarely happens at Louisiana State <laughs> University. We'll be back tomorrow. Ouch. See you then. <laughs>